Welcome back to Team Smart Rambles, guys. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about mental grit and resilience and just pushing through, soldiering on. But before we get started, we want to remind you that our podcasts are for educational purposes only, entertainment, all those things. If you are starting a new training or diet regime, you must consult your own healthcare provider first. So let's talk about um, mental resilience, grit, that never quit aspect mm. I'm pass it over to you. yeah I feel like this is something that I honestly like never in my personal journey I never really struggled with mm-hmm. because I was so focused on that end goal yeah like I might have had weekends where I'd fallen off but it was like I think it's it was fine new- I'm back on like you it were was- never fallen off you were intentional you're like I'm not yes. this weekend I've got yes. this event on yeah, so for me, it's not really something that, yeah, like I struggled with, but I think it's because of the mindset I had towards the journey. Yeah. For me, it was like they were they were non-negotiable things. Yeah. It was like getting up and brushing my teeth. Yeah. I was going to hit my macros. I was going to move my body. It was just an automated part of my day. Yeah. And I think that's how you have to kind of think of it. Not when think you've got of a like big goal, yeah. Sure. Not thinking of it like, oh, I have to, have to do this. Mm. It's I get to do this, and yeah. I'm going to do this because I want to reach where I want to reach to. And even I want to do this. Yeah, language is so important. Like the way you talk to yourself and the way you talk about what you're doing. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I, I do think that making those things non-negotiable, like you don't just call in sick to work because you can't be bothered. Mm. Like I know people do, but like on an everyday basis, you don't just call into sick into work sick and be like, I'm not coming in today because I CBF. Mm. So you're not going to call in to your macros and be like, I'm not doing you today because I CBF. Yeah. Like you're going to do it because you won. You're going to feel better for it. You're going to reach the end of the day and you're going to feel so positive and proud of yourself that you did it regardless of the fact that you felt like I can't be fucked today. Yeah. And you're going to be one step close to your goals. Mm. Absolutely. Because you'll feel shitter if you don't. Mm. And you'll feel shitter the next morning when you feel shit. <laughs> yeah. Because you ate shit. Yeah. Like it's a like a snowball effect. And it doesn't matter whether you're someone that's got mental resilience, a big goal, a little goal, whatever it is. If you have that day that you know didn't support your goal, it still snowballs because the next day you're like, oh, why the fuck did I do that? Or And then that is when people start to get that quitting behavior. It's like... Well, I fucked up yesterday, so fuck it. I'll just throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, you can't do that. Like, I love that analogy where they're like, just because you had one tire puncture on your car, you wouldn't slash the other three tires. Mm-hmm. Like, think of that. Before. You just fix that one tire. Yeah. You replace that one tire and you get back going. Yeah. I mean, you can't replace a day or a meal that you've done, but you can still just get back on track. Yeah. You have to blow the whole week. Mm. And I do think that that is something that people kind of struggle with, mm. especially if they've blown out accidentally because it wasn't a planned event or something on the weekend and they've gone into the event with a plan and then something's happened at the event and they've gone, fuck it. Mm. I think then they really struggle to get back on that next day because they're like, well, I've already blown yesterday, went in with a plan and I still stuffed up. Yeah. And they get that and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Like you can, you can start again. The next day, no matter how bad you messed up yeah. the day before. 
or even a meal. Like I often find I've had clients in the past that they're like, oh, we went out to lunch for work. So I just didn't bother tracking for the rest of the day. And I'm like, but why didn't you just track your lunch meal? Half the time it's not as bad as people make it out. It's it's no different to when you overthink something you don't want to do. Like when there's something you've got to go to and you're like, oh, this is going to be the worst. And you make it really bad in your head. And then you get there and you're like, oh, that's right. These people aren't that bad. Um, like I think when people don't actually put a little bit of accountability to it by just tracking in. Like the thing is, if I have a client track it and they're like, this is what happened. And it's not about giving me an excuse, just saying like, hey, Thursday... I decided that I wanted to go out with my workmates for lunch. It sounded nice. I wanted to go to that cafe. Um, I ordered this. I've tracked it the best I could. And this is what I did for the rest of the day. Like, I'm never going to be like, you're a terrible human. You shouldn't have done that. You should be more disciplined and you should want your goals more. Like, I don't think I've ever said that to anybody. I'm going to turn around and say, I hope it was delicious. Yeah. Same. I hope you had a great time. Or you did a great job of tracking that. If, if I look at it and think it needed a bit better tracking for what I'm assuming the meal was, like sometimes I'll see someone track a snitchel or something, like a palmy, and I'm like, mm, that's not quite the amount of cheese that's on a palmy from the pub kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I will give a bit of education there. But, um, yeah, I'm never going to come down on them. But I think that that's part of that resilience is that quitting is easy. Continuing so, when it's hard. Mm. is hard yeah but even do you find as i sometimes see it like people will go in and it's like oh i was gonna have the chicken and salad but then i was really hungry and i saw someone at this table eating the calamari and chips and so that's what i ordered instead like sometimes that's a bit of a mental resilience too that if you were going like if you wanted your goal and you were going in to have grilled chicken and salad because you obviously had other good foods in your day, if that's all you could fit in at that particular place, you mm-hmm. clearly enjoyed other stuff elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a mental resilience to just walk up to the goddamn counter, order what you wanted, what you planned, mm-hmm. and then once you start eating it, that urge to have that meal that doesn't fit your calories goes away. Because yeah. you're full. And your meal is delicious. Yeah. So you don't really care about yeah. the other meal. Yeah. Um, but also, if you can make those changes because you've seen something like do it Mm -hmm. like it might mean like if this is your lunch meal and you've decided that you want to have the um crumbed calamari and salad and a few chips then change your day and it might mean that you have to have some i don't know an egg white frittata or something for for tea tea. yeah that's like you have to make those little sacrifices Mm -hmm. at some point in your day so at the end of the day you're still on on your way to to reaching that end goal yeah there's been plenty of times where I've had egg whites for tea. Oh, my God. So <laughs> many times I've had egg whites for and tea. And it was worth it because whatever I ate that left me having egg whites... Was fucking amazing. Yeah. It was worth every morsel. Yeah. I hate calorie regret. Like, when the meal wasn't good and you're like, oh, mm, Yeah, that does suck. But um, I think another form of mental resilience is that sometimes you got to talk to yourself. I don't know whether you have to do that. I... I do it to myself all the time. Yeah, I'll walk to the pantry because I'm going to get, like, some fruit and nuts and then, like, I see the little chips or, like, some homemade cookies or cake and I'm like... (laughs) And so I have to talk to myself. I'm like, do you know what? Eat your goddamn apple and almonds first. If you're still hungry, go back for the cake. 
I'm never hungry enough to go back. And, like, I've normally planned it into my day later anyway. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it's there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, sometimes you've got to talk yourself through it. And I look like a dick. I swear my house thinks I'm actually crazy. Because I'll open the cupboard or the fridge and I'll stare at it. And I'll be like, you're bored. You're not hungry. Mm-hmm. And I'll close the cupboard and I'll walk away. And now even my husband will say to me, if he sees me doing it, he'll be like, you're bored, not hungry, walk away. And I'm like, yeah, you're actually right. Yeah. Like, I actually don't need that food. And he's not saying that to be, like, that controlling asshole no. husband either. Like, he's saying that as a supportive He's Yeah, he's heard me say it to myself that many times that he knows that's what I'm doing. Mm. I'm not actually looking for the food that I've tracked into my day. I'm just looking for maybe something surprised me that popped up that I didn't know was in there. You know, like maybe the cookies just miraculously appeared. Someone else went to the supermarket and put things in the fridge. Maybe there's some hedgehog in there. Like who knows? <laughs> there could be something really delicious and I don't know if I don't stare, okay? The only surprise thing that shows up in my fridge is like flavoured milks because somebody's oh. like controlling what he does. He'll, he won't drink the whole thing now. He'll have like half now, half the next day or even a third and spread it over three days. Mm. Um, Go him, that's I know, I'm very Mm. proud of him for his transitions that he's done for his health in the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can't drink milk, so, like, to open the fridge and see that, I'm like, well, if you have that, you're going to shit yourself. So, like... Not exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't doesn't make me want to eat it. Yeah, but he doesn't bring anything else home that's... Worth shitting yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, he doesn't... Go to the supermarket and go down the chip aisle and go... Buy a snacks. Let's get that. Yeah. yeah. Or a Shan does. Yeah. Like, he'll bring home the good shit. And I'm like, oh, why is this in our house? Mm. So he's mad he needs to be told what aisles to go to if he's even getting something for me oh from the goodness. supermarket. <laughs> I think Shan just wanders down all of them to see what there is. Yeah. To see what pops out. Be yeah. like, buy me. Yeah, see, like, when I sent somebody to get the stuff for the broken glass, and I was like, we need cream, and we need icing sugar, it's in this aisle, and we need jelly, it's in this aisle, and that's also the aisle for the pineapple juice, and we need pineapple juice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he doesn't deviate from the plan very often. Mm. So, But um, even getting to the gym sometimes, or going for your walk, like, I... I like to get my workout done in the morning because, you know what, nothing's getting in the way of that. I've got up, I've gone and trained. Even when we were busy on the block, I'd get up and train at 5 in the morning because mm-hmm. then my workout was done because I knew by 5 o'clock that night I wasn't interested. Not like I actually take my hat off to people that train in the afternoon and the evening. Mm-hmm. It has to be, for me, the first thing that I get done in the morning mm-hmm. or I don't do it. Yeah. It has to be the first thing that I've done after I've finished, like, in the gym. Or, again, mm-hmm. I just don't do it. Yeah. Um, but when I was working, like, 9 to 5 or whatever the hours were, it had to be the first thing that I did when I finished work. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have to take my clothes with me and get changed and leave from work to the gym or I wouldn't go. Yeah. Once you get home, you you switch off. You've, you've gone into relax mode. You've gone into... You've got time to zone out. You've sat on the couch. You've stopped. Yeah. Once you stop, you cannot get back up. But even, it's not even if you've stopped because there's probably people that have got 10 kids listening to that thinking, I don't stop when I get home from work. But like you've got to the chaos of life. Whereas if you've done it on the way home from work, it it's done. And do you know what? I would prefer a client to say to me, 
I have 30 or 45 minutes to train. Like that's my gap. I have 10 minutes from work to the gym. I need to get in, get that session done and then get home because I'm picking kids up from this or I'm taking kids to this. I would prefer to be told by a client that they only have 30 to 45 minutes and write them a program accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then write them an hour training program when they're like, well, I'm not going to, I don't have an hour, so I'm not going to bother going. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's unmotivating because then you're like, well, I'm not going to be able to finish my sessions, so what's the point? I know yeah. I'll just not go. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it was always had to be boom, boom, boom. Mm. Otherwise, I sat and didn't do it. Yeah. And I think that's something people have to teach themselves. They have to teach that mental resilience, but also in creating the habits, like having that habit trigger. So it's like when I've knocked off work, I change into my gym clothes, I get in the car, I go straight to the gym. Like that was, the trigger was finishing work. Mm -hmm. But, or like for you and I, the trigger is getting up in the morning Mm -hmm. or you've finished your first group of clients for the morning. Mm -hmm. So, or maybe it's that you've dropped the kids off from school, to school, like... If you're a mother that's got a couple of the kids at school, but you've still got the youngest one at home and your gym's got the daycare or whatever, or you're like, you go to a private studio and you can take your kids with you. Like it's, that might be your trigger that you've dropped the kids off. Now big chunk of your chaos has disappeared. Now you're going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've got to create those habits with a trigger so that it just happens. Like, and it can be simple. Like I moisturize my hands I'll say every night in inverted commas because if I don't read my book, I forget to moisturize my hands because I moisturize my hands and then read my book. But if Mm -hmm. I'm just getting into bed, like we're already lights out getting into bed, I won't moisturize my hands. Mm. So like, that's like my little habit circuit thingy. I do this and then I do this. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that was a super simple thing to say, but it's the same. It's the same. It's the same process of that little trigger. Mm, no yeah. different to when you brush your teeth. You've had your breakfast, you've got dressed for the day, now you're brushing your teeth before you walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Or whatever your order is for in the morning. It just happens because you've created a habit loop. Yeah. Mm. So you've got to create that habit loop for your exercise and even hitting your macros or meal prepping or planning your macros out for the day. But you have to have that mental resilience at the exact same time. To push. Yeah. Yeah, and doesn't and like it doesn't have to be perfect at the start. Like when you're creating these new habits and these changes in your life, you're like there's gonna be harder times where it's harder to stick to. But the longer you keep going and keep persevering with trying to create these habits and make these changes, like the easier it will be to stick. Because mm-hmm. it will just become a part of your routine. Yeah. Once you've created those daily habits. Mm. And I think it's important to know that. It's not just going to like click overnight and be like, boom, right, I'm ready. I'm going to the gym four days a week this week and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this because it's too much. Mm. And you're not always motivated. I think everyone like goes, oh, um, she's so motivated. I am fucking motivated. There are times that honestly I've gone out to train and I've done my warm up. Like I've done my five minutes on the treadmill or the bike and I've gone, I'm just going to do this today. Like Mm. I'm just going to sit on the bike or I'm just going to do something on the treadmill and then I might do some mobility and I'm done. Yeah. Like I just, I got some activity in. Was it my best session? Absolutely not. But did I do something? Yes. And you kept the habit. I remember watching an interview with Terry Crews. Like, you know, that real big African-American man. 
He. No, uh, I don't. He's maybe if I see a picture, you I don't know, I don't know people's the, names. I'm yeah. very much a face person. Like he's huge, and he was in like the longest mile and stuff like that. He does. Oh, oh the tall guy. Yeah, he was in White Girl, White Chicks. He's a African American man that takes him out on the date because he thinks that she's. Oh yes, 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 yes. The yes. beautiful chocolate yeah. man. <laughs> oh, yes. that's not who that was yes. said to. But um, that's Terry Crews. Okay. And I remember seeing an interview with him on the Allen Show, like. Years ago, years. And he said that he went to the gym, not every day, but he would always show up and goes, and some days I went to the gym and read a magazine and then left. He said, but the habit of leaving the house, getting dressed, going to the gym was still there. Mm-hmm. And then that way he didn't fall off the wagon on staying on track. Okay, he didn't work out that day because he read a magazine on a couch or on the bench or whatever mm-hmm. he sat on. But Monday didn't become the trigger for the rest of the week not to go. And so, I'm like, that's what you're saying. And I'm the same. Like, sometimes I go out to the gym and I'm like, you know what? I don't feel up to it today. I'm just going to do some mobility, some stretching or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. a habit loop. Yeah, because if you don't do kept. it that day, then the next day comes around and you're like, oh. I didn't go yesterday. Didn't go so. yesterday. I just won't go today. Mm. And then before you know it you've completely fallen off and you've fallen off of those habits. Yeah. And they're harder to get back. Yeah. Yeah. Once you break a habit, it's harder to build it back up. It's so easy to break a good habit and go back to a bad one than it is to break a bad habit and create a good, create one. A good one. Yeah. And I know like we've rambled off on habits here as well as the mental grit, but I feel, but I feel like, like it all intertwines. Yeah. Like Absolutely. they're hand in hand yeah. with that stuff. So. Cause you have to have that mental grit to create those habits. Yes. And to stick to those habits yeah. so that they become just a part of the day that you don't even actually think about. Exactly. Like that mental grit that it's like, it's Monday, so you go out into the gym. It's Tuesday. Normally you do yoga. You're actually really sore from yesterday, so you're just going to stretch today. Mm-hmm. Or you're just going to do sun salutations to warm up. Like, And then sometimes you finish the whole session because once you're warmed up, you're like, oh, I feel really good. Yeah. But if you don't go, you don't know. Like, you don't actually get there and warm up and go, oh, you know what, now that I'm here, like, I feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of the best sessions that I've probably ever had in the gym, I've been the days where I'm like, I cannot be fucked showing up. Mm. But I've gotten started, taking my pre-workout, I've got that buzz, and I'm like, yes. I'm going to smash this bitch. Yeah. And take you do. Like, you actually do. You mm. just have to show up and get started, and that motivation for the session will actually come. Yeah. Not always. No. No. Won't won't always work. But I'm gonna say like nine times out of ten. Absolutely. It will come. Yeah. So yeah. Create some habit loops, but also train yourself to have mental grit. Sound crazy in your head because you're talking to yourself. No do you know what? If you need to talk to yourself out loud, like you were clearly doing at the fridge, you're bored, not hungry. Mm-hmm. And I think another question to question yourself on is Let's say you have gotten to the cupboard and you have grabbed out the chocolate bar or the cookies or whatever it may be. I, I have done it before and I've asked myself, is this actually going to reach me to my goals or take me closer to my goals? Or how is this helping me toward my goal mm. in that moment? And the answer is usually, well, it's not. Mm. And yeah, as much as it's okay to have those cookies and those chocolates and whatever you want to have, there has to be times where you have to question yourself as to why you're doing that. Because we are biologically programmed to be attracted to 
sugar because once upon a time you couldn't just get to honey and fruit like it wasn't just always there and people forget that that sugar craving is like a honey and fruit kind of sugar craving that we've had ingrained in us from before chocolate was made but now we have chocolate cookies and cake Mm. and all this other stuff and so your brain's like that's where we get fast energy from we need some sugar or and so the options aren't as good for you as they used to be Mm -hmm. yeah they're definitely not healthy Mm. um so yeah there's been plenty of times where i've questioned myself and i've actually said it out loud Mm. how is this helping me Mm. especially especially in a comp prep situation Mm. (laughs) where those cravings are high Mm. like how's this helping me oh it's not Mm. okay well i'm putting it back yeah yeah and comp prep's harsh. I swear Instagram actually knows that you're in comp prep and it just starts showing you all these Target food pages. And I'm so like, bad. bitch, please, what hashtag's making you do this to me? Because I'm going to stop using it. <laughs> like, it has to be a hashtag that it's like, oh, this bitch is angry. Prep life yeah. has to be. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start using them now while I'm not comp prepping and be like, which one's going to do it? Yeah, I think in 2018 I unfollowed, like, every food post page. Yeah. Because I just couldn't... Oh, my God. And it was bad because we were both in comp prep, so we would send each other the things that we saw. So then Instagram's like, oh, they like seeing this. Mm. It was like every day yeah. targeted with this delicious whole jar of Nutella on top of a pancake or something. That right now Dude. you'd be like... Bleh. Yeah, right now I wouldn't want to eat that. Yeah. Haven't reached that point yet. Maybe next week. Ask <laughs> <laughs> me in a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right, guys, I feel like we have rambled lots about mental grit, grit and habit loops. Hopefully it helps you kick yourself in the ass mm. to just soldier on, push through and realize that that's what the people do that show up every day. Mm-hmm. It's not amazing every day, but it happens. But they get it done. Yeah. Yeah. And don't chase perfection. Like going to the gym and reading a magazine isn't considered perfection, but you're keeping the habit there. So take small wins. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and we will be back again soon with another episode of Teen Smart Rambles. Bye. Bye.